When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wow. Um, that brings me right back to college. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at my 1071com Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, Bradley, yes. you are asking a question of our wonderful listeners today. I am indeed. And ooh, yeah. What's, What's your, your favorite history mystery, man? Mm. This all comes from a story I read in the New York Times yesterday about Roanoke and the lost colony. Okay. Now, this is a story that, you know, anybody of a certain age, meaning like our age uh, especially, I don't know if kids today even know about this story. Well, Do they I, know about can it? Can I be honest? I didn't Shut even up. know about it. You are the one that taught me all about this. You didn't know about Roanoke? No. Oh, my God. I Were know. You not... Okay, so apparently, I... Grant, did you know about Roanoke? I did not know. Oh, my God. Do you know uh... about it now? Well, no. Let's see. Maybe if I hear it, I might be so, refreshed, but off the top of my head, no. Yeah, Bradley, it's so, yeah. There was a colony that um, essentially, <sighs> okay, let how. Uh, so one of the first English colonies in North America they're um they they were having a rough go. Things were not um really probably what they thought. It's a long story, okay? But um at the end of the day, like a hundred people when um one of the colony members went back to get some supplies and do some things, and when he came back, like a hundred people were gone, the whole colony just disappeared. And, and nobody knows. And nobody knows, except there was this like word uh carved into a tree stump. Mm-hmm. And it said nothing but croutons. Okay, mm-hmm. it didn't say croutons. Yeah, again, it said, I think the note was gone to get croutons. Gone to get croutons. No, it actually says Croatoan. Mm-hmm. And that was the only like piece of evidence left behind. Well, that sort of just became one of these history mysteries where people have always tried to figure out what happened to the lost colony of Roanoke. And um, there's actually a new book all about this particular history mystery, and I it just got me all excited about it again. And and the story itself, I can tell you, it's fascinating. And I just gave you a very brief thumbnail, but um, it got me thinking about all of those sort of history mysteries or those bits of history that just captivate us, you know, from you know the time we first hear the story when we were a kid, and and you know, you always just want to. Um, you know, go back and find out like what really happened. So um, that's why we're asking the question six five one six four one one zero seven one. What was your favorite history mystery as a kid, or just now in life? Um, 
Yeah. 651-641-1071. What is your favorite history mystery? We've gotten a couple emails and I know we have a couple callers. Why don't we uh why don't we head to the phones? All right, we got Jennifer from Minneapolis first up here, okay? Hi Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. Jennifer, Bye. what's your favorite history mystery? Well, I might have misunderstood this slightly, but it's still it's uh historical fiction. It's the the book The Devil in the uh White City. Oh yes. That's a great one uh, yes. about the serial killer. I think one of the first known serial killers. Yep. H. H. Holmes, and yep. it was during the World's Fair of 1893. And his, like, creepy death murder house. The house mm-hmm. was a secret compartment. Okay, wait, what's this called? i got to read this. The Devil, Devil in the, the White, White City. City. Yep. Okay. It's and a they gr- were supposed to make a movie of it, and then I haven't heard anything since, and I think it would be a fantastic movie. Yeah, um, and H. it's H. H. Holmes, right? Yep, a- H- yep. Yeah, H. H. Holmes. He, again, one of the uh, first sort of modern serial killers, if you want to attach that mm-hmm. label to it, and just completely fascinating and the the book itself weaves in all of these wonderful bits of that story with the world's fair and it's it's just it's creepy and really um, delightful so no that's a perfect example thank you jennifer Jennifer. that's great okay so that'll be added to my reading list uh who else do we have grant all right right now we've got sarah from saint paul hey sarah hi sarah what's your history mystery uh db cooper Oh, okay. Me too, Sarah. Love it. Where, like, what, how, all of that. <laughs> I was a really little kid and had a bunch of uncles that tried to convince me that my oldest uncle was D.B. Cooper. Mm. Um, I know that's probably not true, but I've been really fascinated. Since did you Did you see that story from like a month ago? I don't so, think so. Google it when you get a chance. But there was a story from about a month ago where they, they found new clues in, of all things, algae that was found on some of the ransom money that they ended up finding. You know, they found, like, a bunch of money. Um, yeah. And they, oh, man. They've been able to, like, work out some of the timeline based on the algae that was actually found on the money. Wow. What a time to be alive. Right? No kidding. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a great one. Thanks for Thanks that. Thanks for that one. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. We did get a couple emails I'd like to uh, touch on. Um, this one from Felicia. She said, the moon landing, did it really happen? Oh, God, that's a lie. She just did that for your benefit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Colleen doesn't believe we went to the moon. She's oh, really? Got some issues. Okay, so listen, l- let's be honest. Conspiracy theory. I entertain the conspiracy oh, theory. What's the difference? <laughs> I'm You're not perpetuating myths. And I lies. don't. <laughs> I am not saying either way. I just am saying I am. I have. I'm listening. You've got questions. Well, yeah. I think no, there are doesn't. some She's valid arguments on both sides, alone. and I'm not ready to commit. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, we Chem did trails. We did get this email also from Sharon, and this one's like a a pretty recent mystery. Uh, flight MH370. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was Oof. obsessed with that, Oops. watching CNN way more than I should Constant. Have. It was, like, constant. Bradley would come in every single morning with, like, the report. Oh, I'm a Lost fan, so any of those missing oh. planes, yeah. Malaysia, I'm just, I am so, like, just enamored with that whole concept. Right? Like, how can you just disappear How like do you that? just vaporize like so, that? Um, and I did just want to, like, circle the knot, not tie the knot and round the bend. Sure. So... <laughs> That Roanoke story that I referenced, the article in the New York Times, there is this new book, um, and I just thought I would reference, the new book is called The Lost Colony in Hatteras Island. And anyway, the, uh, essentially what the story says is, 
it's so obvious what happened, um, and it's something that they postulated for years that um, these settlers, these colonists, ended up going off to live with um, a Native American tribe that mm. was nearby, and they use evidence and, um, you know... And that's what that word was. It wasn't... Maybe they were going to borrow croutons from croutons, the neighboring yes. <laughs> tribe. That, that also happened to be the name of the of, neighboring which tribe. That's, and that's why we have croutons. No, that is absolutely not... Please do not <laughs> spread that misinformation. Do you have another email? Because I do have another caller oh, no, that's got get, a good one. Let's, for let's it. head to that okay, other caller. This, this is Jack, okay? Hi, Jack. Jack, what's your favorite history mystery? Well, I'm a nut about Oak Island. I just oh, yes. to the bottom of it in my lifetime. I'm so curious. Did you read that book about Oak Island? I've read some articles, yes, but I used to watch the PBS series, and I'm actually thinking of going out there on vacation to see it. That so cool. if you guys don't know the, the, the story about Oak Island, what Jack is referencing. So Thank there, you, Jack. Have a good day. Thanks, Jack. There is this... And I don't know the full story because I started to read a book and then I just I stopped reading it. But it's about this like alleged buried treasure. Oh, it's it's there. I'm a I'm a true believer. Oh, it's there. okay. Tell me more. How did you get obsessed with? Oak I just Island? found the show the first season, and it's I'm a I love the idea of buried treasure, and basically I just wanted to know how these guys could fund this dig. But there's these two guys from Michigan, a pair of brothers. They own a big winery, and then they're also in energy, so they have the big windmills, but they have a lot of money, and they bought the well, bought a big chunk of the island, and they're they have historical people on site, and they do digs, and there's all these things called there's a thing called the money pit with different type of booty booby traps. Excuse Ooh, booty me, booty traps. Booty traps. <laughs> That's a whole Bradley's, different show. Bradley's but, scheduling a booty vacation trap. right now. <laughs> but no, seriously, like if you dig into certain areas, they've got water that floods the area. There's a myth that like uh, I think nine people have to die while digging this before they can find it, and seven have died. Even one of the kids while they were filming this show has oh, passed God. away. So there's so much mystery and all these articles that just lead to the fact that they're and they have found these pathways and these different and pieces of wood and bone that date back to the Roman Empire that shows that someone from the Roman Empire was on this island. It's it's insane. It's the the idea That's behind like a real life Goonies. It really is. That's so cool. Yeah. So there's a show about this. Yeah, it's yeah, called it's the Curse History Channel. Yeah, it's called the Curse of Oak Island. And well, I think that's that what I'm watching this weekend. Leave curse, me alone. The Curse of Oak Island is also, I think it's based on the book, which is the book that I started reading, which I didn't finish. There clearly. is a book about you it. You should watch the series and not read the, the book. The book started a lot, but these there's been guys that have been treasure hunting on this island all the way back to the date of the set, like 17, late 1700s, early 1800s that were, and it's just been generations of generations like of Chester guys. Like Chester Copperpot. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Goonies <laughs> reference. Love it. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. That is fascinating. Okay, we did get a cut. Thank you. We did get a couple emails. We got one from Jeff who said, Amelia Earhart. And then he said, we all, we want to know what happened to her. Right. Didn't we learn? Yeah, they found her on a a, um, island. Yeah. I think that's the predominant theory. Yeah. That she was lost on an island. And that, that she just couldn't get, they couldn't find her. And she died there. Didn't they find her remains? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got to talk about Dancing with the Stars. Uh, This is a present day mystery. How did all these people get so famous? We'll tell you who's going to be on the next season of Dancing with the Stars and what we think about it after this on My Talk 1071. Back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Hi. 
And, uh, you know, we got some news this morning. Uh, and that was the new cast of Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yes. Now, usually, you know, every year we kind of pay a little bit of attention to this. It used to be a bigger deal to us than it is now. Well, yeah, because we used to watch it. Yeah, but honestly, I think I might watch it just to have something to put my eyeballs on that's new. Um, I'm actually curious about who they've decided to have on the show. And one of the reasons why is because this year there will be a shakeup. Number one, they're doing Dancing with the Stars during a pandemic. So yeah, let's just so that'll be interesting. meditate How on that, that for a minute. But also the show is changing in as much as the former hosts are no longer the hosts. And Tyra Banks will be taking over the host position. So there's enough that I'm curious about that I'm thinking, okay, like I'm in. But then I saw the list of people who are who are doing the show this year. And I have to be honest, at least from where I sit. So like it sort of hits a lot of sweet spots for for me. I know more people on this episode or on this season of Dancing with the Stars than I normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here, I'm just going to give you some of the people on the list and give you a little bit of what we know of them. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, big one. This was a good get. Carol Baskin. Yeah, because everybody loves the Tiger King. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. And she's sort of like this like runaway star of the Tiger King. Uh, slash murderer. Slash murderer. Don't worry about it. Just watch it weird. if you're into it. Kind of weird. Um, it is kind of, it's a weird situation. But you know what? She did capture people's attention and so i don't know i gotta say as far as all the people that are featured in that documentary series on netflix the tiger king she's the one that is actually like getting something out of it because like you know joe exotic's in prison yeah but well he's got his undies line Mm, that's true jeff lowell's getting shut down left and right he exactly can't get it you're right she's the only one but it's also drawing a lot of attention to her, and people, I think you might have talked about this, are now digging up and trying to pin that. Prove ex- that she murdered her husband? Yeah. yeah. Awkward. Yeah. It is awkward. I, mean, I hope that's not the case, because does Dancing with the Stars really want a murderer? Well, apparently they do. That's crazy. Because nobody knows. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin Bristow from The Bachelor. Uh, you remember her. Yeah. They always have to have they, a Bachelor, yeah, Bachelor, because like ABC. Uh, Jeannie May. I don't know who that is. She's one of the hosts of the daytime talk show, The Real. What's that? The Real? Yeah. It's like, uh, it's sort of like The View or The Chew or The Talk. It's another one. The Real. Where is that even? The Real? Um, what is The Real on? I, you know what? I think it is. How do you spell that? R-E-A-L. The Real. The Real TV show. Is, uh, it's an American talk show. It's a daytime talk show. And it is on... Um, it says it's Fox-owned. Yep. Yeah, I think it's, oh, I think it's, it's syndicated. Oh, it's on Fox 9. Yeah, there you go. Um, so this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, let's see. So she's one of the, the members of the cast of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, Anne Heche. So I'm assuming that Anne Heche is because of Ellen, right? That's, that. I mean, that would be my assumption for why they they went after her um is because you know like she's... ellen is in the news so let's dig up her ex who also melted down and there was some real that was a crazy drama filled moment and i can already see the dance mm-hmm. which is going to reflect her meltdown uh there will be aliens involved i'm sure oh. I mean, it's going to be interesting. And so then she, Ellen's mom. Do you remember? Or was it Ellen's mom or Anne Heche's mom? I seem to remember an interview. It must have been Anne Heche's mom that did an interview around the time when she right. was having her very public issues. Moment. Um, Nelly, the rapper. I don't it's getting know what hot a Nelly is, but I'm not a rapper. It's getting hot in here. Oh, I mean, I Take know off that all song. your clothes. But is like what what makes him relevant in this moment that they would pick him i don't i think that they were probably looking for like a nostalgia act which they also got with aj mclean sure um and then monica aldama who was the the cheerleading coach in the docuseries cheer that also was on netflix that i mean that i think early in the year that must have been like early like in january february this was like a pre-pandemic um sensation that show was yeah it's so great. Monica Aldama, she, she's the head cheerleading coach in cheer. I think she'll be interesting. Then there's like a sports person, Charles Oakley, uh, Vernon Davis, which, by the way, when I first saw this, I saw the V and then I saw Davis and I thought Viola Davis. <laughs> and then I was, and then it said former NFL star. And Viola I was like, Davis That's not would Viola. be huge. That would be a big get. It wouldn't right? happen. Um, Johnny Weir, the Olympic figure skater. Justina Machado. Oh, Johnny Weir. That's like one person I know. Yeah. Justina Machado. Oh my God, Johnny Weir. Yeah, are you just arriving to that? Well, at this, in the sense that, like, we why Johnny Weir? He'll be great. Yeah, yeah, but he's like literally, like, who, where, where did they dig him up from? I don't know. He's still prominent in the figure skating world. He's like a, I watch it with my mom, but he's a a a play by play announcer. Yeah, he does like the announce with alongside Tara Lipinski. Yeah, Yeah. but I'm just like, wow, that's a deep, right? that's but a he's, deep track. He's flexible, and I think he could. Oh man, That's I think he'd true. be great. He'd be a, an athletic one. When yeah. we come back, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them d bags. We'll tell you about them after this on my talk one zero seven one. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one zero seven one streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. That name is Deberg. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Of the Zine. Zine, Zine, Zine. Who's your Zine Bayern? Hello. Hi. Bye. What's going on? What? Hello, magazine. Oh, that trash tablet. Oh you know, just for this dumb headline, and I'm just going to walk you through it. We're going to go on a journey. Um, the headline is Meghan Markle's Most Unusual Eating Habits Revealed. Subtitle, 
See the Duchess's food quirks from takeaways to snacks. What? Okay. One. Did you wake up this morning and think to yourself, I know a lot of things in life. And I, I've learned things throughout my travels and travails on planet Earth. But one thing I don't know a lot about is Meghan Markle's weird food habits. Yes, I actually was quite concerned when i woke up that i didn't know enough about Meghan markle's well, food habits so i'm come. hoping you can you've come to the right place me. um they enumerate her weird food habits starting with watermelon snacks what's a watermelon snack it's a snack of watermelon she eats watermelon yep isn't that so weird <laughs> You mean like just plain watermelon? Yeah, that's basically it. One of Megan's go-to healthy snacks is watermelon. The thing she does different that you need to know about is she puts cinnamon on it because it elevates the flavor just a notch, and it makes what? it feel special. What? So dumb. That's a horrible combination, I feel like. Well, I mean, she cinnamon likes it, and, and good on her. Also, watermelon is just water. In a melon. Yeah. Um, sugar water. Sh- sugar it's water. It's delightful. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. This time of year, except for the seeds, I had to. I I got a watermelon and it had so many seeds, and I was like, "Oh, this is so much work." Can we also just talk about what a fallacy seedless watermelon is? <laughs> it well, seedless just means little floppy white seeds yeah, that you don't you feel can, bad eating. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like it, it ain't seedless. Also, I just get bored of spitting seeds out, so I just eat it all. It's gonna go. That doesn't right surprise you. me because you're the one who also eats the peanut shells too. Yeah, that's you do? good fiber. I feel like that's gotta rip your insides up. It actually it it cleans you out. Do you do you like suck on the whole the shell to moisten up yeah. a little bit? Yeah, I, I just, do. It's wow, so terrible, but I know a lot of people that do do that because you can't just bite into I it do and do go that to town. Too. But, yeah, no, Bradley he he, he puts <laughs> he puts the whole thing down. All right, uh, the next thing. That is one of Meghan Markle's unusual food habits is creamy pasta sauce. Wait, that's an unusual food habit? What does she do with it? Like drizzle Um, it on her body parts? She wants you to know that you don't have to pack it full of butter. She makes a veggie sauce. Oh, that sounds sounds like like something you would do. I do do that. Uh, You do do? I do do that. Um, I do like a roasted cauliflower garlic cream sauce. You want to make a creamy soup sort of creamy soup experience. You can just put some... With some cauliflower yeah, in it. Yeah, exactly. And it just acts like a cream. Okay, she won't do takeaways. Um, she does have a poutine hat. Stop. She does. She has a What's hack. her poutine her hat? Poont- her poutine uh, Oh, my God. No. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. Poutine. No. Her poutine uh. hack. I'm just telling you what I'm reading. That's nasty. Um, she says, oh, stop. Um, okay, so here's what we know. The, you know what poutine is. Yeah, I do, actually. What's it called again? <laughs> poutine. It is French fries and cheese curds topped with gravy. Yeah, so because she's Canadian. Right. So she obviously is going to have a poutine hack. It, there isn't one, really. She just wants you to know how to pick out the perfect curds. You know how to pick out the perfect curd. Of course, if you're if if you've been anywhere near Wisconsin in your life, you know that it squeaks. Yeah, that's it. That's, you want fresh curds that squeak. That's her unusual food. That's not a hack. That's not a hack. Um, and uh, her favorite like cheat thing, cheat meal. Her her favorite, um, <laughs> not on her diet meal is mm-hmm. boxed macaroni and cheese. 
I feel like this that's is a the lie. dumbest article yeah, I've ever this read in my entire is life. Trash. Nothing about that. The only thing that's moderately weird, and I will give you this, is a cinnamon on her watermelon. But I don't actually care about that. I think you know people put that to uh, tahine or tajine. I don't know how you say it. Not tajine, but tahine. I think. Yeah, I think tahine. Yeah. Um, where it's basically just. Do you lime, ever have tahine uh, poutine? <laughs> I think you should stop saying that word for the rest of the day because you have shown that you're not able. <laughs> not I'm you're not over the dump button. That's here. a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. After all these food hacks, you should hover over that dump button. Okay, can I give you my d bag? <laughs> Especially after all those curds. Okay, yes, please tell me who your d bag is. Uh, my d bag oddly is also a tabloid. <gasps> no. Yeah, and this particular tabloid is called Showbiz Cheat Sheet. Because of this oh. story, mm-hmm. Zach Efron reveals his favorite on-screen kissing partner. Oh, is it so himself? When I, oh God, man! Because if I were I, him, if I were Zac Efron, me. I would be making love to a mirror every day. Oh, wow, that's or myself. True, yeah. I don't know how to. You know what I'm saying? I bet he does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so back to the actual story. Zach Efron has revealed his favorite on-screen kissing partner when i see a story like that i think to myself especially dated september uh first 2020 i think wow i'm gonna learn something about zach because i don't know if you know this we haven't heard much out of him lately so like oh who's he talking to i need to find out because the last we heard he was in byron bay buying property and trying to flee the united states Mm -hmm. because he's had enough Mm -hmm. and um we just can't have nice things so and the nice thing we can't have is Zach, Zach Efron. Efron. So I go to the story, and it's like, Zach Efron's been a heartthrob Hollywood bloobity blob. Um, Heartwood Hollywood. Excuse me? What? And the story itself talks about all the on-screen kisses he had. And then it just tells you that at one point in Teen Vogue, which, again, not current, this story is from 2017. I hate Hollywood cheat sheet. 2017, he calls his favorite kiss ever his on-screen kiss with Zendaya. Oh. Which, this is nothing new, and this is all just tabloid lies, mm-hmm. because it was the publicity machine that's trying to convince us that Zac Efron doesn't really love us. Which is, yeah, still so, hurts. I'm like, so basically, Cheat Sheet, you guys dug up a 2017 article to rewrite just, in 2020? So, they're so, they're lazier than we are. Yes. Because that's something we would do. No, totally. <laughs> oh. Actually, no, we wouldn't. Mm-hmm. We would just lie mm-hmm, and create mm-hmm. something totally out of whole cloth that's from accurate. 2020. We <laughs> that, wouldn't link back right. to an article from 2017. No. So, cheat sheet, go home, you're drunk, and you're also trash. Come back to me when you've got some actual Zach Efron story to Who wrote share. that? Simone, um, Lu- no, what was it? Simone something. I don't think she's a real person. Let's see. That's Simone. my thing with uh, with a lot of Simone these. Torn. Uh huh. Yeah, no, she's not real. She's, she's a twenty-four-year-old writer from Chicago. No, she's not. Let's see if she's on social she's media. She's not a real person. I'm convinced. She has a little head. Whoa. 
No, I mean a little um, like caricature head on next to her article. <laughs> Is your head in the clouds there, Colleen? Or come on now? Like no, it's so rude. Like her her head. Oh is look, small. no, she's real. She's real. Simone Torn, Carrie Bradshaw, but poor AF from mm-hmm. Chicago. She has 24 followers on the Twitter. Jillian Flynn is a wildly incredible author. I just wish hmm. she would put out more stuff. Okay, wait. What? What's her first name again? Simone. Simone Torn. At Torn Simone mm. on Twitter. Yeah, she's a thing. Yeah, she's a real person. All right. Well, sorry we made fun of your head. No, I didn't make fun of her head. <laughs> no, you man. did. I said she has a little head caricature <laughs> on her bio. Uh. Uh, you know, ho- I'm my hope for her is that she um, rises through the ranks and gets fi- writes her way out of Hollywood cheat sheet because that tabloid is trash. Yeah, it's trash. Yeah, but we still use it <laughs> when when we need when somebody. It feels warranted. Yeah. Speaking of tabloids, um, I would like to talk about how the tabloids are covering Bradley Cooper lately. Oh. What he's thirsty what is he trying to do right now Uh, does he have a job i don't know actually because he's really trying to put himself out there and make himself look real good oh oh i think i know why okay we'll talk about how he's leveraging the tabloids to make him look like father of the year and i bet i know why we'll talk about it when we come back on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 Well, we love to follow tabloid stories and ask questions about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And um, there's a tabloid story regarding one Bradley Cooper that I'd like to get all audible eye rolly with you about Bradley. Cause there's a, re- there's gotta be a reason that we are reading these types of stories about Bradley Cooper. Oh, exactly. Yeah, why are we talking about Bradley Cooper lately? Well, I think I know why, kind of, but I'm going to need your help actually accessing this because it comes via a blind item. Okay. But uh, here's the headline out of People Magazine, people.com. What does that mean? What does that mean? Wait, what? The headline from People Magazine. What does it mean if it's in People Magazine? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Nothing is real and everyone smokes. Nothing is real and everyone smokes. It basically means that um, the call is coming from inside the house. Somebody from the the uh, the central players in that story um, called this one in. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. The headline in People magazine is Bradley Cooper jokes. He's running a one man preschool for his daughter three amid COVID-19 pandemic. (laughs) Okay, so he did. uh, He did an interview uh, with Interview Magazine. and people, That's appropriate. Yeah, right? That's what they do. Uh, and People Magazine picked up the story and ran with this particular part of it. Okay, so here are some of the things he said about his life as a father to three-year-old daughter, Leah Desen. Uh He says, quote, I'm with my daughter and my mother and my two dogs, and we have not left the house. My mother is going to be 80, and she has, oh my gosh, she has a colostomy bag, so I can't let anybody in the house, and I can't leave the house, because if she gets it, it's over. 
Okay, this is new because this part wasn't in the story earlier. I had not read that quote. But by the way, I'm going to call foul on that. What do you mean? He has left the house. With his oh, daughter. yes. On, and he was on the beach. Yes. With, with none Jennifer other than Jennifer Garner. Garner. So don't tell me you're not. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> That's the Jennifer Garner air horn. But he says, after, uh, after he explains to us his mother's health condition, he says, thankfully, there's a backyard in the little townhouse where they're staying. And he says, I'm running a one-man preschool. We get up. We do swim class in the bathtub. And he goes on to talk about, yep, he goes on to talk about what it's like to be the preschool teacher for his young daughter during COVID-19. Now, why do you think this story is in People Magazine? Well, um, I don't know, but presumably it's the same reason he showed up on the beach with Jennifer Garner. It's also the same reason... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's um, flapping his trap in any capacity. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the reason is, though. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I do. You remember that he and Arena Shake are in the middle of... A custody battle. Oh, I guess I didn't remember that. Okay, so that was a blind item I think we had last week, but we also have heard stories about the fact that uh, they are presently in talks about the custody of their three-year-old daughter. And that's why we thought, oh, that's why he's out on the beach with Jennifer Garner looking like the doting father. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that right? makes total sense. Right? So here he is being the doting father again. Exactly. So here he is talking about, you know, how he is the ultimate preschool teacher with his daughter and takes her to swimming lessons in the bathtub um, so that he looks like the good dad. Genius. Is it? But is it genius? I mean, if it works. Yeah. I mean, that. but that's... Here's my question. Does it work? Because is this for us or is this for the courts or is this for the judge or who's this for? I think because it's all my... the above. I mean, mostly it's probably for the people who are paying attention in order to give him jobs in the future. I mean, that's what publicity is for. It's currency for a celebrity to cash in and and make more money um, in Hollywood. So yeah. if this if this uh, cr- further creates this image of him being, you know, just like the doting family man. I mean, that's not going to hurt his career. And it's certainly something that his attorneys can point to when they're having a custody dispute. Like, look, here are some examples of our client behaving like the father that you would expect. Well, we see a little bit more evidence of, you know, uh, the fact that they're trying to tell a story to us about his relationship with Arena Shake, which, by the way, we all we deemed that a publationship. Um, we called it cake um, because we have read other blind items that maybe this was more of a contractual relationship yep. than a natural relationship. Mm-hmm. But um, in this com article, uh, a source goes on to say 
that um, Arena Shake and Bradley Cooper reunited with their daughter Leah just in New York City, just in time. But maybe. Oh, go ahead. Maybe she doesn't want to have you know sole custody anymore, and here's a perfect opportunity for her to give up some custody to Bradley Cooper and. You know, in a way, he's able to use this story like he's going to fight for custody of his child. And that's just going to help continue to make him him look like, look you good. know. Yeah. I mean, she'd be like, hey, um, you want to take over primary custody of this kid? Uh, I'd like to go do some things with my career. And well, he's I like, mean, sure, that's but like, kind of a win-win, right? Because, mm-hmm. well, this sounds terrible, but then he gets to use the yeah. kid to boost his career and she gets to unburdened go out and work her own career. Yeah. Um, a source went on to say that the, the the two, the couple, met up in New York right before Father's Day, uh, and that that they were friendly during the exchange. And I vaguely recall seeing paparazzi photos of that exchange out in public, uh, where they were handing their daughter to the other parent. Yeah. Um, but the source said it's clear that Bradley and Arena have the same goals for their daughter. They're both wonderful parents. So yeah, there's clearly some sort of it's all for publicity. It man. is all for publicity. It's all to try to boost give their little their little careers a boost. But here's my other question. I got to look this up. Is he working on any I mean nobody's working on any projects right now, but did we just hear about him him like accepting or like producing another something? Or is he? Has he not done anything since A Star Is Born? Um, see, no, I thought I can never keep straight what we know from actual life and what we've read in blind items. Um, but I vaguely recall. Oh, I know what it is. He's working. This is what it is. He's working on this new film uh, called. It's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Oh yeah. And it's about no, we read about that hairdresser, about John this. Peters. Yeah. So he is working on a project. Uh, and so it does make sense that he'd be trying to kind of stay. Also, isn't he doing something with. Um, is he doing something with Lin-Manuel Miranda? Oh, or I, somebody. I don't know. I'm There's something here for that story. I don't know. I might be making this up. I don't know. Might have been a dream, but it works for me. Uh, in any case, yeah, he definitely is trying to kind of stay present in our minds. And, you know, whatever, it's working. He's gracing the pages of People Magazine or the website. Oh, he, is, they're in pre-production for that uh, Leonard Bernstein movie. Bernstein. Okay. So he's working. Um, what else? I'm just looking at his IMDb. So, yeah, again... The fact that we're talking about him after not talking about them means that he needs us to be talking about him for his, um, you know, career purposes. Exactly. Uh, hey, before I forget, but can I just say this? If we were actually having the state fair right now, we'd be having amazing weather for the state fair. But we're not having the Minnesota State Fair, but we are having the Minnesota State Unfair uh, at my talk 1071 we didn't want to make you miss out on the opportunity to still buy your own very own state fair t-shirts and so you can do so just by going to my talk 1071.com keyword unfair and you can get your own cobra gang t-shirt there 
Uh, you can also get. I'm. I'm. I probably am going to get Donna and Steve's. Have you seen theirs? I'm tilt tandem. I mean, I. I feel like that Hilarious. is the motto of 2020. I'm tilt tandem. Tilt tandem. Uh, so you can do that at mytalk1071.com keyword unfair. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, okay, if you were in a beauty pageant, what would your talent be for the talent portion? And not like a real talent, like a real life. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.